Welcome to the Trust the Truth podcast with Jeff Dawkins, where the pursuit of truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth is chased down. The integrity within our society is degrading day by day, with headline-grabbing exaggerations driving the narrative. All that's about to change. Here's your host, Jeff Dawkins. Hello, I'm Jeff Dawkins, and I want to welcome you to the show. The purpose of this podcast is to inspire people by enriching the commitment to truth and integrity in their lives. So a quick bio for me, so you understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. I've spent the last 24 years in public safety working through adult probation, and then the last 20 and a half years working in policing. And I've seen that one thing is critical, and that's absolutely pushing for integrity and truth. I had the privilege to serve as an elder in a local church based on the truth revealed through historically authentic biblical Christianity. And through all this, I've been married for over 25 years with two children, one who is in high school and one who is in college. So I have ample opportunity to put testing the truth into practice. So why do this? As the intro indicated, we are at a crossroads in our country, unlike anything that I've ever seen before. The redefinition of truth into lies at all levels of society that we entertain is just sickening. And to be a conservative male Christian police officer voice in today's culture, it just seems to invite the labeling of anti-everything, being racist or bigoted and even closed-minded. But when I look around, I see small and intensely bright light starting to pierce the veil and light up the real story, truth. Work done through the Manhattan Institute to rightly document and expose lies where they exist is one such area. Courageous leadership defined and taught around the world by Dr. Travis Yates with the Courageous Police Leadership Alliance. Then there's practical apologetics that I learned from Elisa Childers and J. Warner Wallace, Greg Kokel, Frank Turek, Paul Tripp, and others. And most importantly, what I'm seeing now is a resurgence of people crying out for something just to make sense of their world, which is day by day changing. They're not content being force-fed garbage anymore. This has let truth of the historical, authentic, biblical Christianity shine brightest. So that's what this is about. Every single person around the world who's felt led to jump into a position where they're going to offer a counter to what the culture is showing probably started like me saying, what can one person do? And yet they end up doing it anyways, and that's why I'm here. Each episode... I'm going to offer culturally relevant, headline-exposing truth for you to consider. And you can do with this what you will. But to do nothing lines you up with, as Michael Savage once coined, the rest of the sheeple in our country. So I want to offer you what I'm calling the integrity tip of the week. And each week, I'm going to provide an area for us to focus on that will drive the thought. So this week, I'm going to encourage you by... Letting your yes be yes and your no be no. Letting your yes be yes and your no be no. It's amazing how just a focus on this alone could clear up probably 90% of issues in the world, right? Well, I say that because it's hard to believe a message given by an untrustworthy messenger. Especially when the entire goal of the messenger that we're seeing in our society is to convolute the message from the onset. To confuse and misdirect. And that's not where we want to be. So practically, I'm trying to get the people I work with to jump on this thought. And I consider how Romans 13 defines the role of the guardians, which is the police, 
set forth by the governing authorities, the federal, state, and local government. It says every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. Therefore, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God, and they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves. The International Conference of Police Chaplains, President-elect Jim Bontrager, teaches an outstanding course on this, outlining the foundation of our role as police in law enforcement founded exclusively on the integrity and nobility found in the Bible. And you need to make sure to look him up and get his Sun Tzu training into wherever you are if you have any chance at all. It's absolutely worth it. My family and I were able to visit with Jim as he came in, visited where we're based out of in Arizona, and were able to attend the training. And it was probably one of the most impactful training for myself, certainly for my kid in high school who wants to be a police officer. The content of this podcast is going to focus on the reliance upon truth, the good, the bad, the ugly. It's over topics that we're seeing every day. But to that end, we need to define some terms, such as truth. Well, what is truth? Since the beginning of time, this has been argued and defined, and one particularly succinct explanation is something put out by a man named Robert Velarde, who contributed to Focus on the Family. I like this. He, he relates in this, um, in this article that he says, he says this, In the Gospel of John, Pilate asked Jesus what is truth, but did not stay for an answer. And this is in John 18, 38. The dictionary definitions of truth usually identify it as a quality or state of being true, that which is true or in accordance with fact or reality. In slightly more philosophical terms, we could say that truth is that which corresponds with reality. Consequently, what's real is true and what's true is real. A statement is true then if it coincides with the way things are. He continues saying, at a basic level, we all have a pretty good idea of truth. We know, for instance, that when someone's caught in a lie, they did not tell the truth. It's what they said didn't correspond to reality. When it comes to facts, we know it's not true that the capital of the United States is Los Angeles rather than Washington, D.C. When it comes to moral matters, truth also applies. For instance, either abortion is wrong or it's not. Either fetus is actually a human being or it's not. Truth in religion also applies. Either Jesus is Lord or he is not. Either God exists or he does not. In these and other questions, whatever corresponds to reality is the truth. That's what this is about. We define truth very similarly, and we're going to push for truth over lies. And that is going to be a critical part of what I talk about through this show. And the truth over lies is an important part because the idea of how to define truth is not subjective. So we need to take a stand for what we know to be objectively true over the headline driving narratives that we talk about in the intro that are very subjective because there is an objective truth. Evil in the world supports this perfectly. Because a moral decision of good or evil is based on someone's perception of a standard existing outside of that person's individual judgment. That gives people a measuring mark to qualify all areas of life. And I would continue by saying that two people can't have opposing views, say that life is not sacred versus life is sacred, and then use that dichotomy to demonstrate that truth exists. Well, truth to whom? So when you work back little by little and get higher off the argument, you see that there's just a natural point where something outside of people's subjective judgment has to exist to provide a measuring mark. Historic, authentic, biblical Christianity offers the proof through time that this standard was created. It was held truth 
and determined by God, and that he gave us his son Jesus to show the standard to us on earth. Now imagine Jesus answering that way to Pilate. So you have a moral, intellectual, and an emotional standard by which truth can be known. It infers everything outside of aligning with that standard by definition is not truth. It's a lie. And it's crazy how our culture lives in wonderland nowadays, running fast just to stay in the same place, but refuses to run twice as fast to move forward. And unlike the story where Alice adapts to the world around her, we see the world adapting to those who appear to be bent on destroying it. I mean, how else do you explain what I wrote about in a recent article titled, Welcome to the Non-Binary Culture? And you can find this on my substack at Jeff Dawkus, that's J-E-F-F-D-A-U-K-A-S at substack, I'm sorry, dot substack dot com. Now, in this article, I write that in the mere days following the anti-Christian hate crime shooting of innocent children and teachers by a psychotic, mentally ill, transgender person at a Christian school in Nashville, would you believe that the White House press secretary actually said, and this is the White House that represents the federal government that you and I are a part of, that, quote, the administration's hearts go out to the trans community as they're under attack right now, end quote. Well, this lunacy in priorities was upstaged by the president himself, who declared that March 31st, listen to this, was a transgender day of visibility because, quote, transgender people shape our nation's soul. Wow. And to be clear, so that there's no confusion, I'm not even addressing the truth over lies of the transgender movement right now. But what I'm talking about is, how does a federal government imbued with the charter set forth in the Constitution of the United States to represent its citizens with truth and integrity callously redefine a mass casualty incident involving the murdering of children and teachers into some transphobic-driven support tour where visibility is the issue? I mean, I would say it's pretty visible when the murderer was holding an assault rifle killing people what the reality really was. Because I don't know about you, but I didn't hear anyone naming a day in honor of the slain children and teachers. No, because why would they? If they did that, it would only show the balsa wood platform that our country's teetering on, ready to crush through. You know, as a Christian cop, I'm looking through the lens of the Bible and trying to figure out how to put everything I'm reading into practice in real life. And I, I see places like the Courageous Police Leadership Alliance that, that's created a set of principles that every courageous police leader follows. It should follow, and one of them speaks loudly here. And it says, never let feelings redefine facts. You see, the facts are that a psychotic killer committed an unspeakable crime for motives that we'll never know. And the facts are that the New York Times published an article decrying this event, illustrating that even though a motive wasn't determined, there was evidence that the school and the church were the primary targets. The facts are that a courageous, well-trained police team, who some of that shouldn't even have been in that place at that time, all rose to excellence and put a stop to a murderous rage in a way that was according to their training and their best practices. You see, the truth sometimes is really hard to see, but in this situation, it's crystal clear. Anti-trans feelings have nothing to do with this, and if offered in any context as a justification, can only be seen as a cowardly approach to further an agenda that has nothing to do with protecting children, schools, or houses of worship. And frankly, at least here, the Department of Justice would have actual evidence and probably should put itself under a consent decree. 
but that's a whole nother episode. Foundation Biblical Truth tells us, For this reason, God will send upon them a deluding influence so that they'll believe what is false, in order that they may all be judged who did not believe the truth but took pleasure in wickedness. People, this is the start of a movement. Christians of integrity who do the jobs that others shy away from, like law enforcement, military, fire service, frontline medical, they're all fed up. They're fed up with the lies. And so they, like me, are rising up and contributing, and people are listening. You have to see and read what I'm talking about. Subscribe for free at jeffdawkins.substack.com to get connected. Pick up The Courageous Police Leader by Dr. Travis Yates. Cold Case Christianity or Person of Interest by J. Warner Wallace. Tactics by Greg Kokel. Another Gospel by Lisa Childers. I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist by Frank Turk or anything by Paul Tripp. Engage now because if not you, then who's going to do this? And if we don't do something now, when are we going to do it? So join me next episode for more Truth Talk with J-Doc. And until then, stand your ground, challenge the lies, and trust the truth.